Hello, my comfy, cozy, witchy friends. Welcome to episode number 30. I feel like that's a big number. 30 episodes. Um, so welcome to episode number 30 of the Comfy Cozy Witch Podcast with me, Jenny Blonde, the Comfy Cozy Witch. And I'm I'm excited for the episode today because it is one where I'm chatting with my dear, dear friend, Rowan Oaken, um, about 2021, the beginnings of 2022, what we envision for this year, how last year went. And it's just a chat that we had that we decided to record for our respective podcasts. And we go off on tangents. This, I mean, I think you'll probably laugh. Rowan always makes me laugh and and is able to pull stories out of me. Um, And it's just a really fun conversation that we had. I think we ended up talking for two, over two hours, maybe two and a half hours, and he was able to edit and whittle it down to, I think, over an hour. So this is going to be one of my longest episodes, but I really hope that you that you enjoy it. It was just so much fun to record. And like I said, every time we get together, we just have the best time. So I hope that you enjoy this fun conversation I had with my good friend and um in a week or two, I'll be releasing another regularly scheduled, I don't want to say scheduled, but regular episode. Um, so enjoy, everybody. It's a moment. And I will say it's horrible, but I did put my eyebrows on today. So we're in a good place there. I left mine downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan. So, okay. <sighs> Let so we decided we wanted to do an episode because well like a wrap up of 2021 yes. a, a witchy wrap up to talk about well, we didn't really we didn't plan anything we planned obviously. nothing no, well, no we, we kind of did we said like let's bring some yeah. things and so I brought I, something I, I brought some right. things <laughs> I brought some things um but this all came about when I was on my writing retreat. And I haven't, I hadn't put out an episode in like a month and you haven't put an episode out in a while. In a long and while. so we're like, let's do an episode together again, just recap of the year. And it's funny because we started talking about our words, like your yes. word. of, And I want to tell the cheesecake story. <laughs> if <laughs> I may. Please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at my writing retreat and Rowan and I are not FaceTiming. What is it? Uh, Instagram chatting. Yeah. Video, video chatting. Video Instagram chat thing. <laughs> that one. That thing. Yeah. And we're talking about words of the year. And for whatever reason, the word cheesecake pops into my head. And you <laughs> like, said it out loud as well. You said it out loud. It didn't even stay in your head. You're like, cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea why the hell I just said cheesecake. I don't know where that came from. And was it, I, did you say, oh, you're going to have that for supper or something? Yeah, I did. I did. We predicted and, it. And, you know, I'm on this retreat and I have all of my meals taken care of for the day. Um, they prepare everything there. And I said, Rowan, that's not going to happen. I've been coming here for years, multiple times a year. We've never once had cheesecake for dessert. And then he's like, oh, watch you have cheesecake. You're going to manifest cheesecake. You're going to manifest cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. So I we hang up our call because I had to get to dinner. And as soon as I walk in, it's six o'clock. 
And that's when the chef comes out and she announces the meal. And so she says, our appetizer tonight is, what was it? Like creamy spinach, something dip. And we're having salmon with wild rice and this. And for dessert, we're having cheesecake. I about died and I yelled. I yelled, and I think I told you this afterward in the message. You did, you did. I yelled out loud, cheesecake! <laughs> again. <And> everybody, <laughs> again, everybody turned around. And when I say everyone, there were like six of us there, but they all turned around like, who is this woman screaming cheesecake? Because this was the first meal I was having at my retreat. So it's the first time I was seeing anybody who was on the retreat. They must have thought you just freaking love cheesecake so much. <laughs> they must have. And so I, so I proceeded to tell them about my, I was talking to my friend Rowan in the UK. And, and so they're getting all confused. Like, bro, UK? Who's Rowan? We don't even know you. What's your name? I forgot my, I forgot my name tag. Because you have your little name tags, you know, Jenny Blonde. And it says where you're from, Pennsylvania. Um, I didn't even have my name tag on. Now, thank goodness I've been there enough times that the whole, everybody knows me, like the staff, they all know me, everybody in the kitchen, everybody um, just around, they all know me. So um, Linda, the woman who was out there with the chef was like, what's going on, Jenny? And then I explained to everyone (laughs) what just happened. And we sat down for dinner and the one woman said, you manifested cheesecake. And I said, that's exactly what I did. And then Rowan's texting me, you manifested cheesecake. Amazing. I think it's a new, it's a new type of, um, Mancy, you know, in terms of (laughs) being able to predict things, mate, you know, dessert Mancy is now a new (laughs) special witch talent. And well, we tried, didn't we? We tried to, to tap into dessert Mancy and predict the next meal. I'm hoping it was going to be apple crumble and it wasn't. So we haven't quite refined the skill just yet, Um, but I'm interested to see where it goes. The winter solstice as well. I suppose we should be getting to something witchy. Winter solstice. That was a thing. That's happened, you know. (laughs) 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 This is like, well, no, we were talking about dessert, Mancy. That's that's a witchy thing. And I forget sometimes that we are, we're recording a podcast right now, so... Well, that's that's because it's fun, friendly, witchy and bitchy, all those good things. Did you uh, okay, did you yeah. do anything for the winter solstice this year? You know, yes. Good. It was a very it well was done. a very low okay, it was a low key winter solstice. Um it was actually a, a busy day because yes. my son had his orientation, he met the principal, he had a train mm-hmm. ride at his school in the morning with his the other virtual students. They have a tr- little train. Yes. So out back at his uh, Rowan, I know. I wish you guys could see Rowan's face. He's in awe. So out back at his elementary school, there is a miniature railroad. And and it's, I want to say it's kid size, but adults sit on it too. I mean, my husband and I, we went two years ago. Are they supposed to? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I think. (laughs) It was like an open house. It's open to the public and you give them a ticket and Santa Claus is there and you ride the train. So you sit on this train and it winds through like a woodsy area and they have little fairies set up. They have, yeah, it's, it's a little magical train ride. So he had that in the morning. So it was dropping him off, coming back home, walking the dogs, picking him up, coming back, doing the schoolwork, 
yesterday, it was just a hectic day. That's why we couldn't yes. record yesterday at all. It was out of the question. And it's wow. also the solstice. And so I got up early. I did a really nice walk. Um, I did my morning ritual work, did some journaling, and I was going to make a brisket like that. Mm-hmm. I had it all planned. I was making a brisket. We were doing potatoes. I was going to make macaroni and cheese and do Brussels sprouts. And then, you know, I was talking to my husband and I was like, I really don't want to cook tonight. Like, I really don't want to, I'm doing all this stuff. I I do it just because it's the solstice, but Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be any, any feeling behind it. Like I'm just doing it to do it. Like I feel like obligated to do it because it's, it's my celebration day. And he was like, well, why don't you just pick up something that we all love? So mm. I'm like, okay, let's go to Chick-fil-A. So nice. we were, new so tradition. We new tradition. So <laughs> our solstice was running around all day. Um, after the open house, we ran to Chick-fil-A. We came back home. We lit some candles. We ate by candlelight our Chick-fil-A. Mm, that's nice. And then for two hours, we drove all around our town and the surrounding town. And we looked at holiday lights. So we, we celebrated the light by visiting, you know, all these homes and the, you know, all these homes lit up and their decorations and their Christmas lights. And Mm. it was just awesome. And then we came home and we exchanged our Yule presents because we always exchange one present on the solstice. Mm -hmm. So I'm wearing mine. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, that's a gorgeous I little ring. I was like, little ring is actually quite huge. It's okay, amazing. A moonstone. I had no idea this was coming. Moonstone. That is the yep. stone. Moonstone. Nice. Yes. Beautiful. And then I got my husband a little flask with um, the runes, you know, the, the runic alphabet yes. etched into it, the Elder Futhark. And my son got a root beer making kit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we, had, so we had our Yule exchange, and then we had, um, my husband and I had some glog, like the, you know, the mulled wine. Yeah, I've never heard and it called glog, though, before. Yeah, it was, it was delicious, and just sat around and turned the fireplace on, so it was, it was calm. I didn't have to rush around no. making food like I normally Good. would. Good. Did you, yeah. did you do your usual Yule fire, your Yule log, burning of the Yule log this year? Not yet. No, nope. not yet. We're I, we're gonna wait. I think I'm gonna do it toward the end of next week because mm-hmm. my husband's off this year. Last year yeah. we did it on the 22nd because of yes. his work schedule. Um, but we have all next week, so we're gonna do it some night next week. I think I might we, do mine it on on the new year this year. Yeah. I feel like New Year's at quite a, in our house quite a big celebration i think compared to others we do quite a lot for new year i, f- I feel yeah. like it's a, a really important time for us and has been for our family i think we've you know um i've done an episode on it before about kind of the traditions of things like hogmanay and mm-hmm. and first footing so we have a lot of those traditions within our family so i'll be kind of drawing on some of those and i think at the same time doing my yule log and probably doing everything that i normally would for the winter solstice on the new years i think instead yeah. Push it back a little bit this year. I think it's that's perfect. And you know, that makes me think maybe I'll do it then because my mom and her wife are going to be visiting New Year's Day. Nice. So perfect. we could do a big burning together. So my yes. mom would love to do that as well. <clears throat> we were talking earlier about words for the year and, and cheese that's how cheesecake came up. And 
30, 30 minutes ago. Because that's something I've, I've, I don't, I can't remember how long I've done it for now. I set an intention word for the year. I've, you know, I've talked about those on the podcast before. I've had, uh, I'm trying to remember the year before was evergreen. The year before was balance. This year was Zenith mm. or, or pronounce it Zenith. Mm-hmm. I, I pronounce it Zenith. Mm-hmm. And I set kind of some goals of what I wanted to complete, which is generally a mistake. You should never set yourself goals of what you want to complete, especially during a pandemic. Yeah, that was just stupid. There's things that I set in there and I just couldn't do because things closed down. And I yeah. think you can easily get to the end of a year and think you've not achieved things because you've not been able to, or you've set yourself goals that are really unachievable. Yeah. <laughs> Unattainable goals. Yes. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm really looking forward to next year, set, setting things that may be a bit more broad. Um, but being a bit mindful of the words that I set, because one thing I, I, I didn't really think about, you know, the word that I set, Zenith, kind of thinking of the pinnacle of something, there's definitely a climb that is required to get to something like that. There's a difficulty that is involved, um, you know, and I was really trying to draw from the pinnacle of a mountain and thinking of, of, of that point there. And the problem with mountains is they've got peaks and, and flows. They've got valleys. Mm-hmm. They, they ebb and flow in terms of their elevation. And I felt like that was reflected in some aspects of the year. There were the, these valleys and these dips and these really high moments as well and some really difficult aspects. And that's not something that I sat and thought about when I was setting my word last <laughs> year. Um, and I should say, you know, when I set these words, I, I try and generally think of them around this time of the year moving forward. And actually, I think of them all the way back at what would be seen as more of the witch's start of the year. I'd think of, I think about it around Samhain and, and kind of going into the darker point of the year, moving towards the winter solstice there, kind of this, the year around kind of death and then rebirth. And then I set that word around in bulk. And that's, that's kind of when I start bringing that intention together. So I, I've got time to play around with next year's mm-hmm. word. But um, I suppose, you know, reflecting on, on, on this year's, I, I was looking at the list of things that I wrote and I only achieved one of them on the list, Jenny. <laughs> one. Oh, Rowan. What, How sad what is did that? you achieve? I want to hear what you achieved. <laughs> the one sole thing. <laughs> I wanted to get better at my running. Um, and oh. I, 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 I ran a marathon this year, which was... That's amazing. Which was terrifying and horrible. And I hated every moment of it. And I would never recommend it to anyone. <laughs> um, but I did it. You I, are very I, good at running. You're I, very I, good at it. I, uh, I, like, I, I run. It doesn't mean I'm good at it. I, I can go distances. It's... I think you are because anytime you call me or we talk, you're, usually, you're generally on a run. I'm and you're yeah. And you, you, have, you must have amazing endurance and like heart health because... You're not even like you barely sound out of breath. Like I would be <gasps> like I I do speed. I I speed walk. You know I don't run. I hate running. Um, but even speed walking up this hill in my neighborhood when I'm leaving you messages, I'm like panting. <laughs> like I can barely breathe. And you're running like 10k every day. Yeah. Talking. Oh, not to every me. day. Like oh gosh. I'd... Well, <laughs> not okay. I I was exaggerating a little bit for you. Um, Thanks. Well, you're running. Five, five to 10 K a day and, and talking like it's nothing. Yes. Like he's, he says he's running right now. <laughs> For the long time. Um, but there's, yeah, there, there was, there was a lot that I've achieved, but because it wasn't on a list, uh, I look back and I reflect on the year and I'm like, oh, I didn't achieve much. No, not, not the case. Yeah. 
not the case. So I think that's, that's one thing I'll moving forward to next year. I want to be more mindful about what I put on the list and how I make things a little bit more general. So I can, I can acknowledge what I've achieved as opposed to have things to tick right. off the list. And, and I, I feel like last year was a year that I finally did that. I made, mm. I made my list. It, it was a little more general. So I feel like I could tick off. Like I'm looking at my list for 2021. The first one, mm, mm, nourished mind and body. Yes, totally. But I've gained some weight because I've just been overnourishing myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it. You nourished your I body. Did. My body. <laughs> um, so one of my goals is to just get back to a healthier sense of nourishment. I nourished my body with a lot of mm. Starbucks. And it was good. And it and it nourished it your nourished mind, mind as well because it made you probably made you probably made you happy and enjoyed your life. It did, and, and it does. Yeah. Like I have my Starbucks in the fridge right now um, that I'll I'll get to exactly. later today. I love it. But you know, my big my big thing, something that I wasn't sure that I would reach was a book deal, a witchy book deal, mm-hmm. and that happened. I mean, that happened in April and. And I yes. know you want to talk about our cards at some point, um, but my, yes. at the beginning of last year, when I did my 12 month spread, I think I had said it to you. I know I said it to my friend, Melissa. I said, I'm going to get a book deal in April. Mm-hmm. And I signed my contract April 29th. Um, <clears throat> and my cards told me that, like I said, I looked at this, what, this was January. And I said, April, it says, that's when I'm getting, my cards say, that's when I'm getting a book deal happened yes it was on the cards cards. cheesecake that's that's what yeah (laughs) cheesecake that's that's what's gonna happen next year is you will i want i want a cheesecake oracle card deck (laughs) like a dessert oracle card deck now (laughs) for dessert months let's get on that that's a goal for 2022 okay that's that's our next goal (laughs) so what else was on your list what else did you achieve or not achieve Um, I, well, something I I wrote was to release some health anxieties that I have. And I did do that. I think Mm -hmm. I did. I did pretty well with that. Um, and I've talked about it many times on the podcast. Like I have a lot of health anxiety for whatever reason it stems from, Mm -hmm. from a different, a few different places, but I worked on that a lot. I worked, um, with a therapist and I also worked Mm -hmm. within my practice. on releasing yes. those things. And I feel like overall I'm in a better mental place with my mental health and with my other health anxieties um, than I was last yes. year, even at this time. Um, and then, you know, I wrote down some things that I wanted to begin in 2021. I wanted to begin the journey to getting my cottage in the woods to travel the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. COVID, COVID, I mean, COVID. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure like begin is, 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 is very broad. Yeah, maybe I'm too know. broad. Maybe I'm too broad. You're, you're <laughs> way too specific and I'm like too I'm so too specific. Broad. Yes. A, we need to meet in the middle. A random book deal. Any book deal. <laughs> any book deal. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, an erotic yeah, novel. Not, it's fine. I'll, I'll take it. it. I'll take any what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'll my gosh. It. But yeah, so that... Some like very general step into my magic and power. 
what what does that mean exactly? Oh. <laughs> I, and what did it mean? Um, well, when I wrote it, I can't remember what I was thinking then. I should have oh. written more. Like, why why did I make that a goal? And I feel like I have. Um, no, I like it. I like I like those general yeah. goals because then you can get to the end of the year and you can define how you stepped into right. it. No, I'm step in means you can like step in, step Hip-toe. out. Yes. <laughs> Step <laughs> just to toe, just to toe in the magical power. I think I was able to find a, a decent balance though with with mm-hmm. stepping into my magic this year. Like it didn't it didn't consume me too much because there have been years, no. there have been months where I'm thinking about my practice all the time, which is great. Like we always want to be in touch with our practice, yes. but that's not the only part of me. My witch, you know, my witchcraft is is just one part of me. Um, and I That's think right. when I first was starting out, not in, in my practice, but like starting out with my comfy cozy stuff and like being out there for the first time, I was getting too yes. caught up in, um, showing all the witchy things. And now like, I don't care so much about that. Mm. I'm doing my witchy things. I'll show you what I want to show you when I want to show you. Does that yes. make sense? Yes, it does. It does. I feel like, um, my relationship as well to my witchy practice especially social media yes. witchy practice has just so it's just scaled back mm-hmm. massively and i probably apologize to everyone who thought like oh this seems like a great person to follow <laughs> because maybe not so much um but it has been it has been a very difficult year just in terms of a lot of new mm-hmm. beginnings there's been lots of new beginnings for me this year just in terms of a new job um you know in terms of writing in terms of my creative side there's you know my son starting mm-hmm. school there's been lots of new things and a lot of that witchy aspect has had to take a bit of a back seat this year which has felt it's felt really difficult at times and there's that kind of underlying burning and aching to get back to it so much yeah. and to get back to the practice because there's there's not been the time for it but by not making the time for it it does impact other areas yeah. of my life negatively so that's there's a balance there's a balance that needs to be mm-hmm. to be found and that's and that's kind of what i'm looking for in in next year i've, I've started my page for next year let's have oh, a look yeah. what i'm looking at for next i've let's see i got i don't does it I, it might come up in reverse i don't know on the camera does it come up in reverse oh, that's I've just been yeah, writing. I can't, it's blurry. I think because of your, oh, of well your background, it blurted out a little bit. Let's see. There we go. It's, uh, I've just been writing just words oh, at the see, moment. Yeah. Writing words down. Did that say Kahoot? Um, Kahoot? <laughs> Kahoot. <laughs> um, it said, it said reboot. <laughs> I thought that was an it. <laughs> but not Kahoot. <laughs> I'm going to be in Kahoot with somebody else. Uh, <laughs> So reboot was one of one of the words that I thought, oh, like that's a quite nice one to kind of a bit of a restart. I, I feel like I've been collecting lots of things and things have got quite disorganized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lost balance and, and to kind of restart and reboot something. So that's that was one of the words for next year. And I've just been kind of mind mapping some words. There was one that um, Cheyenne, who does the, the Ouija Boards and Midnight Mars yeah. podcast, mentioned the word homecoming Ooh. a lot in one of them. The, the start to their season two podcast. And I was like, oh, oh, snatched. <laughs> quite like that word. Homecoming is quite a nice one, just in terms of going back to the things that bring yep. you joy and, and a bit of a return. So return was another word. Um, 
you know, and even, even the word green, I quite liked just, just as a word to think of newness, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stepping back into that feeling of being new mm-hmm. at things and enjoying the fresh feeling Ooh. of newness as opposed to the stale feeling that you get from doing something that. for such a long time. I love that because mm. you, yeah, those very first moments of, of starting a new venture or think, I mean, our very first yes. books that we read 20 years ago yes. coming into our practice, like you're so excited. There's so much newness to it. Yes. And if we could approach everything that way. Yeah. Yes. So what about your, what about your cards? What about your card spread for 2021? Uh, how, how did that go? go? Let me, let me look. So I got to go back. A couple did pages. you have any, did you have any common themes that came across? Any, any yes. common cards? Community. A lot of community. Mm-hmm. I pulled, um, a lot, um, a lot to do with leadership. So I used my, okay. I did do a tarot pool, but then when I did my monthly pools, I did my, the deck that just, I felt very close to at the time. And I'm still close to it. I just, I haven't used it as much. And a lot of them mm-hmm. um, spoke with, to communication, leadership. I pulled a lot of throat chakra, the Manaz card, you know, um, mm-hmm. building community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I did a I did a lot of that through my comfy cozy community, um, building building that community and relationships that were formed under that the comfy cozy umbrella. Whether that be people who met on my live my tea time lives that I was doing, or met through the Facebook group, um, or just you know through one of my platforms. And I was that was a theme that I saw, and and I think that that community, it's just, it's helped so many people. I mean, I get, I get messages. I would say on a, yeah, pretty much on a daily basis from people talking about, oh, this has meant so much to me. And I like the community that's being built. And, and I, a lot of that happened this past year. Yes. Your platform just exploded this year. I, I don't know why or how, you know, you have, you have people who mm. their job is to create content. Like that's what they do. And they know yes. how to work the algorithms. They, they know how to manipulate all of that. I don't have a freaking clue. <laughs> I don't even know if my ear, ear, earphones are plugged in. I mean, like I, I love you know, and, but it, it happened. It just, it happened. Very, yes. I think, authentically, and it's been it's been it great. Is. I mean, and I love the community that that has come together. So, community that was a, a big thing. Let me look. Let me see what else. Um, a, a lot of new beginnings mm-hmm. last year, and I did. Mm-hmm. I had some starts and some things that I didn't see through. You know, I look at my yes. apothecary, which was awesome. I loved doing it but it just wasn't sustainable for me. You know, some of my other writing, I had to kind of cut out because it wasn't serving me anymore. My sweet romance, that community just wasn't, Mm. wasn't working for me. I had other things I wanted to focus on. So I was, you know, there's a lot of projects I started. I, I started a publishing company. I mean, like there's so new starts community and new beginnings. I think those were the, the themes I saw in my cards and that did come yes. to fruition then throughout the year. What about you? So you did, you did a 12 month read, right? 
I did. I did. I'm, you know, right away, straight in with tarot. And the, it was across the whole year. It was mostly all the swords. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. But I think of our conversations so we've had and that, that makes sense. It makes a lot yeah. of sense. You know, I was, you know, just, just in terms of kind of pursuing passions um, you know, I was really thinking as well, you know, I was talking about Zenith and I was thinking about ebbs and flows and, and this kind of, is just kind of coming into my mind now as we're talking here is the idea of the double-edged sword mm-hmm. as well, you know, mm-hmm. victory, but also through a victory, what is, what is gained through that double-edged sword of actually what is affected by you. And I think that was very much this year, you know, starting these new things and you know, starting this new job was fantastic. It came out of me losing my other job that I loved that I absolutely oh. loved. I didn't, I really did not want yeah. to leave that job. Um, I lost it, but yeah, I was being made redundant. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't being fired just for anyone who's listening there. Redundant, um, redundant and, to my US listeners. That was a new term Rowan said to me and I had no idea oh. what it was. Um, and what does it, what's the equivalent? Well, redundant would, to be laid off. Um, yep. I was laid off. Yeah. I was, yeah. They kept the You're campus fired, I worked at was closing. So I was, quit. I was fired. <laughs> Everybody's redundant. Like, uh, we aren't tired of him. So we're getting, he's become redundant. <laughs> like when I think of the word, it's like, yeah. it's been redundancy, you know, um, overused we're done with him we're going to cast him off oh it does sound like that doesn't it It well and it kind of in a way it kind of is you're not needed because there's there's no need for you to exist because the the, your role no longer exists within the institution um but I got a fantastic role as a result Mm. that I would not have got if I was still in that previous position and it opened a lot of new doors but it was a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work. And that's one of the key reasons why the podcast has been on a hiatus because I haven't had the time. I've gone from working part-time to full-time, which has been fantastic for being able to have more money for the family, but then you don't have the time to spend with the family to enjoy the money. So it's very much a, a year of, of passions and pursuing passions like the script. So I, I've completed my um, my screenplay this year and submitted that to, to festivals and that that performed well in terms of getting to semi-finalists which is the first time I've ever submitted to festivals that was yeah that was a really huge accomplishment for it for myself that I would really like to pursue further my, my writing into next year I've you know pursued further study maybe not worked out as I'd, I'd hoped but it's you know lots lots of new starts that have been exciting but also these kind of double-edged mm-hmm. sword elements to things so that's that's been the experience of the year and I think that really maps the word that I've chosen so I think I need to be very mindful about what bloody word I choose <laughs> next year <laughs> you know I've started I've started thinking about my word and I I told I don't usually do words mm. but I liked that whenever you brought it up um, and then the whole cheesecake thing yes. happened and I thought maybe I need to try a word maybe that's a sign <laughs> Yes. Give it yeah. a go. Give it a go. What what you what have you been thinking about? Boundary. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Um, it's like something that. that I had I've been thinking about for a while. Actually a lot this entire yes. year. Eh, probably, I don't know, from spring on. Just setting boundaries in general. Boundaries with the time yes. I spend. But I'm I'm pouring a drink oh. of juice, by the way, just in case I don't, it might sound like I'm just having a pee in the background. I, <laughs> I, do, I do apologize. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Set, setting boundaries, Rowan, you should not be using the restroom <laughs> while be- we are on a live podcast. <laughs> um, no. I do apologize. 
but you know, setting boundaries when it comes to, well, I, I always, I'm a, I'm a yes girl. I mean, I, yes, yes, yes I'll do this. Yes, sure, yes. sure. I have unlimited time. No, I have unlimited resources. No, but I always have been a person to say yes. So I've been setting those That's boundaries right. and I want to continue setting those boundaries um, with family. You know, it's so hard because again, something I always deal with is being a people pleaser, but there are people mm-hmm. in my family that I don't really have a desire to reconnect with. And, you know, my dad just said, Oh, we're going to do a big family reunion this summer. I don't know if I told you about this, a big family reunion. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I I have no desire to go. I want to see my cousins. um, But that's about it. (laughs) So setting up those boundaries with even friendships and with social media use, setting up those boundaries, mm-hmm. getting off of, well, you know, I don't like TikTok, but like and TikTok, Instagram, when I'm just scrolling through, like that's a form of boundary. Like, no, I need to be done. I need yes. to get a good night's sleep because this is what is right for me. So I think just setting boundaries mm-hmm. in all areas of my life, it's a very broad term. I know I need to define it maybe a little more, but, but. It, it's so, so in, you know, I'm just thinking that when you're talking about boundaries, isn't it interesting that we are not taught how to set boundaries you know think think about when you were in school and you had a fight with someone on the playground what were you told to do by your teachers when you had a fight um walk away yeah walk away maybe apologize and then you probably find yourself in the same argument again you were not taught how to set boundaries to say actually if that doesn't work for you, that friendship's right. not working. How do you set a boundary and tell that person to, you know, no longer be in that mm-hmm. space anymore? Or, you know, continuing friendship was almost more valued above boundaries. Yes. It was it was more important for you to actually, you know, kiss and make up, as it were. You shouldn't be kissing children. That's a, that, that's what I'm advocating <laughs> for on the podcast. But that, that's just the phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, it was it. You, Take hands and make up. Oh, I'm sorry. But actually, sometimes it's, yes, you can be amicable about it, but you can actually shake hands and say, we aren't compatible mm-hmm. as friends. Um, but that's even more difficult when you think about family. You know, actually, the, the phrase, you know, blood is thicker than water. I believe there is more to that phrase and I can't actually think what it is. But, you know, this idea that we need to stick together because we are family. And I'm very much a believer in that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, if something's not serving you and it's, um, it's affecting your mental health. It's affecting your your life. It's you know it's making you feel negative. Then why do you have to continue something? But we are not taught how to set right. boundaries at all. So how are you going to do it? How are you going to set boundaries? Or should I ask that question next, ask year? Me next year? Ask me next year. I think I've already started. I mean, I've started to set some boundaries. I know in my social media space, like I, I just tell people, mm-hmm. I I don't I can't promise that I can get back to you. Um, and with family, I've started, I've, I've, I'm slowly starting to set boundaries with them. Um, typically we might stay longer, you know, when we visit family, go stay at my dad's house, we'd stay longer. Nope. I'm, I'm only handling one night. One night's good. So for me, even scaling back, scaling back a little bit is setting those boundaries. Um, but you asked me again next year. Once, yes. once COVID yeah. I mean, you know, restrictions hopefully have lifted more and there's more opportunity to see family, yes. that'll really test how well I can set those boundaries. Because right now it's pretty easy because I don't have to, I can blame everything on COVID. <laughs> you know? No, exactly. 
gang, you know, I used to feel a lot of guilt oh. for um, not being in touch with family members. You know, there's, there's certain family members, like for years and years, like my dad, as an example, who um, as a 10 year old, all the way up into my twenties, I would keep in touch with him and he would never keep in mm-hmm. touch with me. Um, was not interested. I'd send birthday cards, wouldn't get birthday cards back. Um, and I got to a point in my early twenties. Um, and so this is a long time ago now. Oh, I should be saying it. Oh, it was, a, it was a moment. It was a minute ago, Jenny. Um, I, you know, I told myself that, you know, what am I getting out of this mm-hmm. relationship? Is this, is this just my guilt that if I don't do this, I am not seen as the one sustaining the relationship. Um, and it's not a relationship that I enjoy. I don't enjoy doing this. So who am I doing it for? Um, and for a long time, I felt like I was doing it for my future mm-hmm. self. I was doing it for my future self that would look back and say, well, Rowan, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you keep in touch with those family members? And I, I cut those ties and it was the best thing I ever did. You know, I was no longer involved in, in the drama that is involved in some of the family dramas that you end up having. And I, I was able to focus on the people and the things that meant the most yeah. to me. But it's, it's hard. It's hard to cut those ties. And for a long time, you do get seen as, as I, I, I felt like I got seen as the person who didn't care. And actually I was the person that cared them a lot for such a long, I wouldn't say the most, I cared a lot for such a long period of time. And it, I, I was affected by that. And I think that's something I would kind of be aware of with boundaries is people aren't empathetic to people setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. People aren't used to people setting boundaries because again, we're not taught how to right. set boundaries. We don't understand how to respect boundary. And I've, I've that's- noticed because Jenny is, was always, is always the bright, bubbly people pleaser. She'll be here. She's always here to make the cookies. I know that sounds silly, but she'll be the one calling me when I have a search. She'll be the one. And I've started over probably the last two years or so to scale back a little bit. And some people are noticing and is there something wrong? What's up? And it's like, I want to know I'm finally being real and authentic to myself. I'm not putting on this mask anymore. And I'm not going to sit here at dinner. And for the fourth time, you've, I I don't, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but you've done this thing over and over against me. And I'm not going to sit here and smile and pretend that it's okay anymore. And I straight out told some family members that last summer, I said, I'm not the the cute, fun, little Jenny blonde Mm. anymore. Like I'm, you know, I, Mm. I am, but I can't, I can't keep being that way because I'm not being true to myself. If I'm smiling and saying things don't bother me when they really do, they, oh, I'm already seeing people not be very sympathetic. Even even yesterday I'm posting um, like, oh, blessed Yule, winter solstice, like all over, all over, even my, like my writing, like my pen name stuff. And although I wouldn't say it's it's boundaries, it's being my, myself that I'm, I feel like I'm finally able to do that. And I think we talked about this before, you know, when I, I taught in the public school system, my beliefs weren't known to anyone. Well, some of my, yeah, some of my close friends that I taught with, of course, but students, like you have to be so careful. And so my presence Mm -hmm. on social media until I, I quit teaching was very like cookie cutter. Jenny, the teacher, you know, yes. and now like yes. I'm 
this is, this is like the true me and former students and former parents. Like I see people unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Because, <laughs> oh, like, oh, I'm not Merry Christmas, everybody. And, you know, like, but this yes. is who I've been the whole time. I'm the same person. Anyway, that's a whole other, yes. that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Do you think that would be problematic in, in a school system being a witch? Oh, Do you think it would be seen? Oh, absolutely problematic. Oh, mm. 100, oh, 100%. I mean, and that's why I still have pen names for my books yes. because up until COVID hit, I was traveling the country doing school visits and yes. to go into these schools in some very rural, very conservative areas, if they knew that that person was also the comfy, cozy witch, I mean... It it would bring up a whole host of issues in especially very conservative areas. Um, This guy, you know, I'm I'm reflecting on kind of an English perspective and I just don't feel like it would. I I don't, maybe in a religious school, a few eyebrows would be raised. I must admit, you know, my son, he goes into, he goes to a faith school. He goes to a Christian school. And he talks about Beltane <laughs> to them. You know, he 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 collects things, and he's you know he'll make a little altar, or he'll you know have some leaves, and he'll set some right. intentions. He does quite witchy things with them, but it, it doesn't worry me, and it's never been right. questioned. And I, you know, I, I feel that perhaps things are perhaps slightly different. And I, I, I wonder yeah. whether some of that does come from we do have a lot of pagan history ingrained in British culture. There's a, there's a lot of pagan festivals that still continue. Um, you know, even in a lot of schools, you will still have the May Day festivals of dancing yeah. around the Maypole, which is incredibly it's, pagan. It's totally so pagan. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's just, just pagan. pagan, you know. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. And I think exactly. And I think you know, you, uh, we've got we've got the Victorians to thank for a lot of that. There was a big pagan revival around the Victorian yeah. era. You know, Yule, for example, comes around mm-hmm. the Victorian era of kind of a reemergence of Yule celebrations. And that just then filters down into the education system. So I think, you know, even if you were to turn around and say, I am a pagan, I don't think there would be as many eyebrows. And it's interesting. I don't know. That's a a generalization. And I believe that because it is so ingrained in the the British culture. Um, But here, oh, it's it's a lot of the evangelical Christianity. which is fine. Oh, and I was going to, I was going to see something and now it totally slipped my mind. Um, of course. Ah, it was good too. I know it was, Rowan. It was going to be good. Oh, no. I can't remember what it was. A nugget. A nugget. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was, but anyway. Um, oh, it's, it's words when it comes to words, people knew they, mm-hmm. my, my students, I would bring in my tarot cards we yeah. would, I would read yes. tarot, like, you know, my juniors and seniors, it was typically my creative writing, you know, my older students, the ones who were interested in, we would have fun, especially at the end of the school year. I'd bring in my cards. I had students who yes. brought in their cards. I taught, oh my gosh, I taught so much history. They knew, but yes. if I ever put a word to it, if I ever said, which identified myself as a witch or as a pagan, yeah. it's different. They knew, 
But as soon I think as that word is dropped, and it's not so much my students who would care. It really, all my students, I think they all, they all knew. Um, they all knew. <laughs> but more, it's, it's the parents the and parents. the backlash. Yeah. And the fact mm-hmm. that the school system in the United States, they, they say that they're going to look out for their teachers. They don't. They cave to what no. the parents want. I'm sure you see it too. Um, it's the same. It's the yeah, same here. Yeah, so, same here. And so it's one thing to be witchy, but it's another thing mm-hmm. to be a witch in their mind. Do you think it would be different if you if you turn around and you said, I am a pagan versus I am a witch? Do you think you get a different response from either? Or would I it think be the it same? would be, I think it'd be a little bit different. I think the W word, mm, I the think w the same. word scares people. Because in their mind, yes. which equals devil, equals devil worship, mm-hmm. <laughs> equals anti-God. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the misconception. Yes. Pagan mm-hmm. is just, oh, you 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 believe in a lot of gods. Okay, that's cool. So I think that's yeah. much more acceptable than saying which. I think so. I think if the, the same would be applied in the British educational yeah. system. I think if I turn around and said I was a pagan, people would be like, oh, that's interesting. You don't follow a Christian mm-hmm. faith. That would be all they would think. It, oh, it's another it's another faith system, perhaps, yeah. that you're thinking of following. But if I was to say witch, I'd probably get eyebrows yeah. raised. Um, because, you know, witch carries with it a pop cultural mm-hmm. understanding of the witch. And I think people would just think that you were being a little bit out there and picky. <laughs> If you were to call yourself a witch, um, but I, and I think no, people just wouldn't take it seriously. No. Actually, I think more more than anything in the UK educational system. Um, but what's quite interesting, I was, I was thinking, is my head teacher when I worked at uh, a, a school. Um, he, I don't, I don't know. I, you must, you must have it over in in the US. It, it seems more okay. of a US thing than a UK thing. Like, like. Um, over here, it's called Most Haunted, and it's it's like a, a, a ghost hunting show where they oh. go around buildings. Oh, we have there are many <laughs> renditions of that show over here. For dim- all the different okay, okay, right. have that same show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I would, and it had such a renaissance, like you know, early in the in the two thousands. It was so yeah, popular yeah. over here in the UK, and our head teacher was a medium for one <gasps> of them. Uh, so. That's so cool. you know, just to think of it from that perspective, it was really, really cool. But watching it, I must admit, you know, and as openly witchy and pagan as I am, watching him talk to spirits and his spirit guides, there was just something about it that, like, when, when you've then got to sit in an assembly and listen to him seriously talk to the children, I'm just like, oh, I can't do it now. I feel like this, there's this wall that's now been broken down. And all I can imagine you during this assembly is being like, Sam, are you there? Are you talking to us? I'm getting a message. Um, it's, a, it's a poor Victorian boy who once came to this school and it was his favorite place to be. And that's all, that's all, that's all I, could, I, I could get. And I just couldn't detach the two people. So I can kind of see sometimes that having those boundaries are quite useful to be able to distinguish between, you know, this is this is Jenny the witch and this is Jenny the educator. Yes. I think it's actually there's nothing wrong. There's no. nothing wrong. I, mean, I think not being inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think sometimes it's just a bit. It's it's yeah. easier. It makes life it a makes lot it easier. easier. <laughs> it makes it easier, and that's fine. I mean, oh, you should have seen me yesterday. Yes. Like, oh, do I put this out there? You know what? Yes, because this is what we're celebrating. Our whole family today. Today that's was right. the winter solstice. That's what we celebrated. The beginning of Yule. It's out there. Mm-hmm. And the very yes. first person, because, you know, you can see who sees your stories on Facebook. 
the very first person to see it was my uber, uber Christian conservative aunt um, on my dad's side. And I was like, oh, and she did not go on to the next story. (laughs) I saw she did not go on. (laughs) <laughs> on the phone yule. the word yule it was, I think it's like blessed yule or something <laughs> and I said well it's up I feel like yule is one that like you can get, get away with yule a bit so. I feel like you yeah, yeah you can get away with yule I feel like as soon as you start like blessing someone uh, you know a pleasant yes. in bulk then it's people people are going oh, what? you know that's yeah that's where things get a little and bit shifty, I said, don't you know it's funny because I've been I've been doing that now for years though like Blessed yes. Salon slash Halloween, me with my pumpkin yes. and a witch's hat on, like the conical, you know, <laughs> pop culture <laughs> flying in yeah. the air. <laughs> with my, broom, my broom was right with me, like my, <laughs> my bees up and everything, you know. Oh my gosh. So, people, yeah. if they look closely, if people paid attention and mm-hmm. just scrolled through my social media from the last, what, when did Facebook start? 2006 or whatever. They, they can put things together. They're going to yes, put things together. They can, they can, they can. And I feel like there's certain little things, you know, for example, I like, you know, I'll often be wearing crystals. I'm not today because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't need no crystal healing today. Um, and I feel like that is one of those things where someone who maybe is a little bit witchy, they'll tune into that and they'll yep. go, oh, you know, it always oh, that court. So oh, you're like, oh, da, 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 and they'll start a conversation about it. Um, there are those ways to kind of allude to witchiness yeah. that I think kind of push you out of the broom closet a little bit. <laughs> I started to move a lot of my um, rituals and spells into their own book this year, which oh, I okay. I have really That's I've really nice. enjoyed that process, and I've enjoyed revisiting old books of shadows and old. Um, scraps of paper and napkins and <laughs> notes in my phone yeah. like if you could, Mine's also could scraps. see the like hodgepodge of spells like in my phone it's ridiculous yes. but I've started to compile them um into a space that it's really made me feel comfy cozy and witchy if I do say so myself <sighs> so look at my Oh, I'm like, oh, my that's spell. gorgeous gold on the front so it's, what is it is it a yeah, list it's like, the pattern yeah, it's like or yeah, a pa- like almost like a paisley. Yeah, that's um, nice. I like I, that. Is that a, is that a wrap on the book or is it? A, no, no, that's the book. That's the leather. That is the book. Mm, it's leather. Hey. It smells so good. Mm. But I've started to transfer, and I've had fun with it because I mm. and I don't share. This isn't something that I share. Like you'll see it because we're talking, but I don't share it yes. on my social media. But like I've created, and I've had like a little crafty fun with it. Oh, is that something you've, is that something you've done before? Have you been crafty before with your, with your journaling? Not No, I'm like bullet, I'm like bullet point. So this was, so the first spell I did when I lived in an apartment, um, two towns ago is the first spell that I put in here was a house protection. Look at it. Oh, (laughs) that's really cute. Yeah. And like, I have a fire spraying chant. A creativity spell. So I'm slowly like moving things from my old notes and books of shadows into like my spell book. So it, well, that's essentially it a memoir yeah. now, isn't yeah. it? That's yeah, yeah. You're you're creating because a these are 
yes, these are the ones that I know have yeah. worked. Um, you yes. Know. Whereas in the book of shadows, you know, books of shadows, you're in the working stages. Is this working? I'm reflecting. Yeah. I, I did a graph over the year and I, I tracked, I tracked some things um, because I, I was, you know, I had one thing about kind of my, my mindset around weight and actually what, um, what is healthy weight? What is losing weight? What does it mean to, to weigh a certain amount? Yeah. So I tracked my, you know, I'm someone who's, who's got records of my weight over four years digitally. And I, I tracked periods of my life where I felt like I was trying to be more healthy or I was trying to lose weight and yeah. kind of realized by doing that, that um, this mindset I had around what weight loss was didn't actually exist Mm -hmm. you know often when i would lose weight because of things like unhealthy dieting actually had a more negative impact and perhaps during that time i was actually more miserable in my life um, because i was restricting things and this kind of mindset around um what weight loss is was this huge misconception um which probably someone would never think of that would go into a book of shadows but really for me that is about setting intentions and the mindset that i have around goals and actually being able to plot something physically um i would not have reached that uh, just kind of journaling my thoughts um or or setting goals and it it allowed me to change the way that i saw goal setting and intention setting around something like weight loss which i think is a very problematic word i think when we we talk about it um and thinking of you know next year many people go into new years thinking of weight loss and i'd really urge anyone who's listening to the podcast that to remove any target about I want to lose weight I just don't think that's ever a a healthy or helpful mindset to have you're thinking about what does your weight weight actually doesn't mean anything really you know because weight has to take into account muscle it has to take into account fat it has to take into account water Mm -hmm. there's lots of things that it has Mm -hmm. to take account in a measure on a scale is not a measure of health and i think for me i was that's what i was plotting for a really long time was how is my health measured by a number on a scale and that's that's really unhealthy and it's very yeah I, i think you can end up getting into a cycle of driving down a number and actually driving away health and your mental health. So that was... Well, when I was at my worst mental health-wise, I was at my lowest weight-wise. Right. I mean, I'm only 4'11", mm-hmm. but when you hit 98 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I I may, like, to look at, I may have been my thinnest, mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, they love to say, oh, you look so great. Oh, you've lost weight. And, like, mm-hmm. that's a badge of honor that you should wear. And that in my head, I'm thinking... Not at that time, but reflecting back, I'm thinking I was over exercising. Mm-hmm. I was exercising 14 times a week, Gosh. twice a day. I had developed disordered eating, mm-hmm. so which I have been in recovery for for I don't know, probably 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, all because you know everybody wants to say, "Oh, you look so good! You look so mm-hmm. good!" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I am. Look at oh, look at this." I'm not. E- I'm eating 800 calories a day. Jeez. I'm yeah. exercising. I'm destroying my body exercising. Mm-hmm. Um, so now sometimes I feel, I find myself getting into these, these cycles, like this last, the last two years I've gained weight mm-hmm. and, you know, there are a lot of times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, I've gained weight. But that's my old, that's my old way of thinking. Yes. And then I would proceed to get on elliptical for 40 minutes when I wake up and then do a weight training and then 
jump on the treadmill before I go to bed. Like that brings back those, Mm. those memories. Mm. And, oh, I know you hit, you hit a button for me right there, Rowan. Mm. And I agree, like people don't, they shouldn't get caught up on a number or losing weight. I am at, I am at, and I don't, I'll admit to you and my listeners, because I feel you all know me so well at this point, I am at my highest weight right now than I ever have been. Mm -hmm. Like this is how much I weighed before I gave birth to my son, but I am happy. Mm -hmm. I feel good about myself. I'm exercising in a healthy way. I'm not over-exercising. If I miss a day of working out, I'm not killing myself over it. Like I used to, I used to be so obsessed that if I missed a workout, I couldn't function. I mean, I couldn't do anything else until I could get my workout. And it's all I thought about. Yes. I mean, that's that way. Sorry. I'm sorry to like go off on the no, this, You've really hit mm, something for yes. me, Rowan. Like, oh. Uh, yeah. And I think that's I when I've set weight-related targets, and they're always those mm-hmm. I'm I will be or I will have. And it's about the way that my body should look or should be represented on a scale, but not how my body should feel. Should I, should I wake up in the morning and feel happy about my body? Should I feel healthy about my body? Should I feel able to go on the runs that I want to go on? Um, You know, by starving yourself, you can't enjoy those things. By limiting a certain macronutrient, you, you can't enjoy the aspects of your life that you love so much, like going out for a meal with friends or enjoying a birthday party. There's so much more to to life than kind of you know the the way something looks i think that's that's the problem about right. the, the concept of weight loss it's aesthetic based and that, and and, and that reflection really just revealed so much of that to me and i wouldn't have got that any other oh, way i love that you got that through your your charting like mm-hmm. um graphing that you came to that realization yes. i'm so glad and i did but you know and it's uh, uh, no, go no, no you go you go Well, I was just, I was thinking back to like tying this back to witchcraft and, you know, I look at Scott Cunningham, Mm -hmm. who, when I first started practicing, of course, that's what we get, Um, earth power, earth earth, fire, air, water, you know, and I think it was in an earth power. Did you read these? I did. I did. I've I've still got them. I've still got them. I do too. I still, where is, on one of my shelves, I, I know I have. I don't know where my earth power went. I've lost that since, but I do have my air, earth, water. And that's still in print. There's some great stuff in, in, in Cunningham's work. There there's, is. Some ex- there's some excellent, excellent, and I still use. In fact, um, one, of my, one of my charms that I just wrote about was, I know that I got from him years ago, and I've changed it throughout the years. Yes. But he did in, I think it was earth power, the weight loss, where, do you remember, like you draw... Is it you draw yourself? I'm pretty sure it was cunning. I, I, I know, I know, like, I don't know what it is. I, I know, I know what you mean. And then you kind of write something around and something within, and then you cut out yeah. the shape. The shape that you want. Yeah. Like I remember doing, I remember doing <laughs> that years ago and like just talking about like 
physical form like it just made me it harkened back to that like like you know pouring over my Scott Cunningham books and having to do all the rituals you know when I was first learning and then this like this picture of myself and this perfect body (laughs) I just remember doing that and it just reawoken that reawoke you know Uh, that part of I'm laughing and the reason why I know that spell is because I've done it too We found him dead in room. Of course, of course you have. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. None of that takes into account the way that you feel, your mental health at your right. body. You know, because there's such right. a connection that's between the saying. two. I think that's, and, and and for me this year, that was one of the things that, you know, I, some of the targets were related around kind of body and fitness and that, that all went, went to seed. Um, but I realised that I spent a lot of time Thinking, you know, I, I wanted to think about my relationship with things like alcohol um, and spent a lot of time in my book of shadows really reflecting on why do I have a drink? When do I have a drink? Where does mm-hmm. my relationship to drink come from? Because my, you know, I grew up seeing my father who was an alcoholic and there's, there's a lot of connections there that I was unpicking. And, and I think that's, that's also another thing to bear in mind with the book of shadows is that it is, it's a very personal experience. You know, it's, you know, it's a place where you will be talking about some of that shadow work, some of those difficult things, and it should be for you. And I really indulged in that this year, I really went a lot deeper into some of those things to kind of unearth and unpick some of those, those things that continue to persist in my life. And yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm not there in understanding how I begin to break cycles, but I have a better understanding of those cycles of behaviors through this, this journaling. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the kind of um, conflicts between setting targets and also being a reflective witch practitioner is that the two kind of don't really go hand in hand because if you're being reflective, you're actually mm-hmm you're unearthing and digging things, whereas setting targets, you're going on a continuum. So here I am going downwards into myself and my targets are going forwards into myself. Mm -hmm. They're both kind of working in opposite directions. So I think moving forwards, I want to think about setting words that are in harmony with this idea of deepening an understanding of myself, as opposed to moving away from myself. That's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going for this year. Cool. It sounds good, You're like, so, but I'm sure it'd be a load of bollocks. It sounds, no, it won't. <laughs> no, I I like this. I like this um, track for you. Maybe a mm. little bit more than your zenith. I do. I do. <laughs> sounds for stupid. I I do. No, it wasn't. Uh, 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 uh. It was Rowan. I was not. I just corrected you. Like you're my son. not stupid. It, it was, was just a wrong stupid. choice. <laughs> I feel like. It was just the wrong choice. No, no. I feel like you've done a little more reflecting for this coming year. And I feel like I still have a bit that I need to do before Mm -hmm. I choose my word and choose some of my um, intentions or goals for this year. Yes. Well, I I, I, I don't really, like I said, I don't don't solidify that intention until in bulk where I do my, I do a little fire seed ritual where I kind of imagine planting the seed. And yeah, I I sow the seed of the word. And I, I keep it in a little jar for the whole year. And I bring that to the embark ritual the year after. And I un, uh, unearth lovely. it and I, I, I give back the, the previous fire seed and recycle it into this new seed that I'm going to have for the next year. That makes sense because Imbolg is your favorite. It's totally my favorite. It's absolutely it's my favorite. favorite. It is. You love it. And 
to, to know that you set those intentions then, which truly it makes it's sense. the right time. It's the best time. <laughs> it's the right time. That's the festival to do that. Um, and then you revisit it. I can see you in your witchy glory yes. doing it's, doing your in bulk. It's the nice. It's, it's also the worst time though as well because in, in bulk in the UK is you know around it's around the coldest time of the year. It's generally snowing, yeah. and I do an outdoor ritual for it. And it's horrific. It's it, it sounds, you know, probably everyone's like, oh, this idea of you know, being around the fire and, and, you know, kindling this new seed for the year. And it's, it, it does not look, it does not look nice. It's me like shivering. Like, <laughs> and like trying to, start trying to like reading my intentions as quickly as I possibly can, throwing them into the fire. Like, come on. I'm just trying to get it over and done with and get back inside to the warmth. So it's, um Yeah. Witchcraft isn't always as magical as it sounds, I think, sometimes. All yeah. these lofty ideas of it. I am um, I we want I mean, yeah, we want it to we want it to be. We want it not. to be. No, it's not. Right. It's not it's not like how you see in the movies. Um before mm-hmm. I before I came into the um into the chat, I, I pulled a card for us. I pulled a card for us to have a little <gasps> think about the year oh, forward. Yeah, okay. Um I pulled it, I pulled I pulled from a typical Rider Weight tarot, and this is uh, what I got. I got the Ace of Pentacles. I, I, I it's so funny you say that because I in my head was like, I bet it's an ace. It's, it had to be an ace, didn't it? It had to be an ace. Yeah. And what a perfect one as well. Ace of Pentacles. Oh, all about opportunity. Yes. Oh man. Yes. I, I feel like that is the year moving forward, especially for thinking about you know, mentioning that word green as well, kind of looking at those opportunities and those successes that exist and, and seeing them through a different perspective as well. That's kind of how I'm kind of seeing that. And I'm wondering now for you kind of how that fits with your, your boundaries. And actually looking at the cards, you know, set, there's a kind of a physical boundary, also, also mm-hmm. a portal through to the mountains there, a, a space to be able to walk in between to separate from as well that's something that i was kind of per- just personally reflecting on the card and that's not necessarily a, a something that is is seen within the card but that's something that i can really see reflected within there is that boundary a success of creating boundaries mm-hmm. i love that thank you for pulling i also i i keep a scrying needle in a taiwan beer purse that's just- a tiger's eye scrying needle that's what i keep in there so that's what i keep together i love that you call it a scrying needle oh what would you call a pendulum i've heard a pendulum i mean i've heard that a couple times but and i've heard it through reading not heard it but i've read that yes but i don't think i've heard anybody i've heard it come out of anybody's mouth until right now oh oh would you pronounce it differently is this what you say okay You said scrying needle. Yes. I've read scrying needle before. Yes. And in my mind, I read it. I'm like, oh, a pendulum. But I don't think I've ever heard anybody oh, say the words out loud. Scrying needle. A scrying needle. An official <laughs> term. This is my scrying needle. My- I kind of want to use that now. Yeah. I think I want to call my pendulum scrying Just call needle. your... Do you, do you use your pendulum often? Um, Once in a while. I used it not too long ago, actually, when my mom was in town. We, we know that our family, we have family members who are buried yes. around cemeteries in this area. And so we did a layout of the cemetery and I, I asked my scrying needle, scrying needle. <laughs> um, to show us, you know, show us where, yes. 
where our ancestors are buried in That's the nice. cemetery. And so I took it over and, you know, we did the whole thing. And then we went, or I went to the cemetery then, and there were no names that I recognized. No. But, it's, but I'm going to try again. Yeah. Here. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where I don't use it enough. And when I do, yeah. I like, I don't believe in its power enough for it yeah. to to find any effectiveness i'm like oh this is just my hand doing it like i can choose yeah like if i want it to be here i can make it go there my mind can do that i find that i i don't use it for myself no i will use it for other people so my aunt i think i told you this my aunt is in csi Mm -hmm. she's a crime scene investigator and does like really really cool stuff and she'll ask me questions about trials where she might have to testify yes um like Cause she doesn't always know what date she has to testify, like what dates. And so she'll come to me and she'll either say, pull my cards, pull my cards or get out your pendulum, get out your pendulum. We need to do this. Yes. That's how she talks. Just like, <laughs> very excitable. And so that's what will, like, I will do it. So I'll get everything set up and get out my scrying needle scrying. and my, my scrying board <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll go to town and I'll pull cards <laughs> for it. Um, so I did do that. Maybe six or eight weeks ago. Yes, but I haven't. I haven't touched my pendulum in a while. No, no. It's it, to be honest. I think when it comes to any kind of mancy, besides dessert mancy, it's mostly just yes. it's mostly just tarot for me. I think that's kind of where I I yeah. stick to. I've not I've I've not really gone down the route of oracle cards yet. I feel like it's one where if you were to go down, it becomes a never ending portal of buying lots of different types of cards. So I'm. Have you looked behind me? Have you? I know. You I know. I was. I was trying. I was trying to send you a subtle message there, Jenny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> noted no, noted thank you no, I, I, i've just kept to this one one deck and I've, I've used this one deck for um quite a few years i it's but i've never i've never been big into tarot though either it's i feel like it's yeah. a lot of work and you've got to put a lot of time into understanding or, or you know working intuitively and you're working intuitively to understand your own understanding of each card so i think it's one that i dip in and out of i'm definitely not an expert right. or knowledgeable person in tarot at all right. well we just descended into a tarot talk now i do apologize i know <laughs> oh we could oh we could go on oh, and on about you know but i've been seeing all those like tarot impersonators have you been seeing a lot of that on social media what's a tarot recently? impersonator no i clearly no, so, i haven't <laughs> oh yeah <gasps> so i'm trying to think for example i so Matt Arwen, you know, Matt, he wrote Psychic Witch. Yes. Oh, no, I know the title. I don't know the name. Psychic so he Witch. Doesn't read, he doesn't read tarot, but people will impersonate him. So they'll they'll create an other, an other witchy peak members of the community. In fact, last week, a whole bunch of my pictures were stolen <gasps> from my Instagram account. And somebody was posting it as theirs on their account. <clears throat> and what these people do then, they will start following, let's say, They'll instead of comfy cozy witch, they'll be comfy underscore cozy witch, have the same profile picture, have all the same pictures, have the same bio information, and they will befriend my real, you know, friends or followers, and then say, Oh, I've been drawn to pull some cards for you. Send me $50. And some people, I don't want to say fall for it because it's really easy to, because if you have, let's say there's a creator that you look up to and you admire and you respect and they reach out to you and they're like, Hey, 
I want to do a reading for you. Like some people would be like, oh yeah, I'll give you 50 bucks. I would love a reading from Matt Aron or mm. a reading from Rowan. <laughs> okay. Do, you know, do not and, get readings from me, anyone. <laughs> I'd be the worst no, person. Not Rowan. <laughs> not Rowan underscore Oaken <laughs> one. <laughs> if they do offer, then take it, you know, because I'm not going to give you one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's happening right now. I mean, there are so many impersonators out there right now. And does that, it's funny. Does that though? Who? Why? Because they see that they see this. Exactly. They see this market because there's this boom in witchcrafts, Mm, the witchy world, the witch, yep, witchy influencers and people, you know, they want to take advantage. That's disgusting. That's just how some people are. It is. It's evil. It's disgusting. And I've just been watching this happen for a while now. And looking up like every day, could be cozy witch. Like, are there any other variations of my name that I need to be aware of so my followers can report? Because a whole bunch of my followers reported this person who was posting all of my pictures. It's a big thing right now. Would you not like to, though, just for $50, pay and go with like, a mustache, take your glasses off, and then, (laughs) and then, take the reading and the last minute be like and just rip the mustache and be like it's me jenny bond and you're i don't know you're cool i'm gonna hex the shit out of you um and that, i would like to do yeah, that you know wouldn't that be good fun and then make a video of it and post it i am um, oh i'd blow up you would, I'd blow uh, up you would. I, I i will pay you 50 dollars just for that experience <laughs> You've got a new market. You've got a new market of, of um, exposing imposters. I would love that. I would watch that. I can't. I can't believe. I, luckily, I don't engage in social media so much that I don't have enough of a yeah. following f- for anyone to even bother to do that. So, but you don't. You never know. You have a podcast. I do have here. a podcast. I mean, these people. Well, I I don't know if I told you um, about the incident in Starbucks. With the the girl who had the podcast? No. Did I tell you about this? The girl who had the podcast. This sounds like an episode. The girl with the podcast. So I was in Starbucks, of course, because I love Starbucks. You? Really? Yeah, I was picking (laughs) up my drinks. (laughs) And I had my mask on, you know, and everything. Because it was, I don't know, a couple weeks back. And there was a girl and there were all waiting. And people are just rude. People are rude. Um, like bumping into each other. And so this girl turns to me very, very nice. She's like, oh, this time of year, because it was getting, it was getting close to Thanksgiving. This time of year, people just get so rude. I said, yeah, I said, you know what? It's this area though. When I lived in Hershey, people were so kind. Like you go into Starbucks, they held the doors open, but we moved here and it's just a totally different mentality. I don't know how to describe it. I love this area, but some of the people are just not kind. And so we started talking about that and she said, yes, my husband and I want to move, but we love our church so much. We're so ingrained in our church. Mm. You know, we want to stay. And, and she goes on and on about her church and on and on about her podcast that she has. And she has, she's, she she's a podcaster for a living this is what she does Mm -hmm. she makes a living podcasting and i'm thinking oh this you know oh a fellow podcaster and she's like you know we're really like getting along i would love to have coffee with you sometime so i'm thinking okay we'll see and uh, and so she gets she pulls out her phone so she gets her phone out of her bag 
and she's holding it in her hand. And she's like, are you on Instagram? That's like the easiest way to contact me. I have a real, she's like, I have a, I have a really big following. You see where this is going? Like, I have a really big following. And I'm like, okay. She's like, what's your username? And I said, oh, I'm Comfy Cozy Witch. She went like this. She put her phone <laughs> right back in her bag. She didn't even write down my name. And she looked at me and I said, yeah, I said, I could tell, you know, you talking about your church and your Christian podcast that maybe that our names wouldn't mesh. I said, but you know what? We're probably more alike than you think. Like, you know, you know, we just call, we call our deities something different. And, and she just looked at me and she said, so are you like a witch? And I was like, yeah. And <clears throat> Rowan, she, it was, she made it awkward. Like I was loving this. <laughs> Yeah, I am who I am. Tell the and she is just like, I can see her clamming up, like thinking in her head, what what type of challenge is that? <laughs> what what type of message? Just see her reaching right for the holy water oh. next. Yes. <laughs> so she, I mean she she totally and then eventually I, I forget exactly what we said. Oh, I said I also have a podcast. I said, um <laughs> Oh, I'm so terrible. I go, yeah, it's in the top 10 in, in spirituality. So we're probably in the same category, you know. You, you are, you're loving this. You're milking this. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you have a podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Comfy Cozy Witch podcast. And um, she's like, oh, so a fellow podcaster. And then she said, well, maybe, yes. Like I could see her arguing in her own head. She's like, yes. I would love to still have some coffee with you. <laughs> she wants to convert me. And I'm like, okay. She's like, send me your information. I'm at, and I don't want to say her because I don't want, no, I, I don't want no. you all to start like looking her up. And then she said her podcast name. So I left, I call my husband. I'm like, Eddie, you're not going to believe what just happened. Like we go on, I call my aunt and tell her about it. And then I get home. And for shits and giggles, I'm like, I just want to check out this podcast. Yes. So, <laughs> so I go in and like the, the third, one of her September episodes was witchcraft and the Bible. Oh, so like, did you listen to it? Did you oh, listen God. to it? Yeah, of course I listened to it. <laughs> of course you're so I li- yes, of course I listened to it. I was folding <laughs> laundry and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I turned, you know, I had to fold laundry. And I put it, it is, she had pulled out every Bible verse that mentions the occult, witchcraft, um, saying, I mean, way out of context. I mean, you know, it, it was very clear that she was both probably terrified when I told her I was a witch and she saw this as a way, how can I turn this into a teachable moment for my audience? You know, God threw this witch in front of me, trying to sway me to Satan. You know, I'm here. These, but these are the type of words. Have a pumpkin spice latte instead <laughs> of your flat white. <laughs> Curse your Halloween candy. But essentially, in this in this episode, she said that um, uh, nobody should be watching or reading Harry Potter. Um. Mm. One of those, like very, very, any fiction that mentions witch, witchcraft, 
yes. is a no-go. Magic, it's false. It's false teachings. And would our God, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, would not want us, you know, that type of preachy. And okay, I'm not, I want to be very clear. I am not making fun. I don't, I don't want to yeah, come across that know. way. Um, I have a, I know I have a lot of followers who are Christian witches. And mm. I actually said that to her in Starbucks. I said, <laughs> I have, I said, I have friends because yes. I could see her just fighting. Like, oh my God, how can I talk to this woman? Um, she seems so nice. And I said, I have friends who are Christian witches. Like you, witch, witchcraft is a craft. It's a practice. It's not a, it's not a religion. No. And I could see like everything was going in one ear and out the other. But anyway, I listened to this episode, Rowan, and it was just, I will send you the name please of the do, Please do. When we get please off of I, will, I promise I won't send any hate, uh, but I would love to oh, listen I know, to I it. know you won't. <laughs> I know you won't. And I'm very careful, though. Like, obviously, I didn't message her because I don't want her. She's going to have kids in my son's school district because I know she, she told me before she knew what I was. <laughs> she told me where she lived. Okay. Oh, I live right in town here, you know, <sighs> X town. I live right right downtown so I always walk to this coffee shop and da, 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 da. I'm like oh I'm downtown all the time it's where I get my hair done my hairdresser's a pagan by the way <laughs> um, but like I didn't tell her that obviously um and so she told me you know where she lives and I'm sure she was revisiting mm. that conversation afterward this witch knows where I live I bet you know I bet she every single night since that conversation when she's been washing up the dishes at night has been looking out her window panicking that she's going to see you flying past on a broomstick I bet I bet you, I bet you have set the fear of God in her she needs to get out and she needs to convert all these witches that are in her town now what, I think you that started something probably her mission I've started something I'm probably going to have to dash because it's it is now bedtime over it's 7 p.m in the UK which means oh. time for some stories it's time for some cuddles and it's time. Oh, I didn't see your little sleep. guy come in. Well, no, he's been quite quiet. I, I, I'm probably going to listen to it back, and he's probably not been quiet at all. But he's, um, yeah, he seems to have managed to avoid coming upstairs. He's been to a a, a theater, like a like a hands on theater production today, where you Ooh. where you go along and the children interact with the theater production, and he was. Um, there was I was I was being I've been working all day so I, this is secondhand information. There was a moment where um, this this woman dressed as this snarled up tree, which sounds as scary as apparently it was, yeah. and she's like, "Come on, children, it's time to make a New Year's <laughs> wish with me, the wishing tree." Um, I, I I I I can't say for sure that was her voice because I wasn't there. But this is what I'm imagining. I wish all of you listening to this could see Rowan act this out. Oh, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the hands. I'm, I'm gnarled <laughs> up fingers. I am the gnarled up. Um, and my son grabs my husband's hand and goes, daddy, I don't want to make a wish with the tree. <laughs> Just deathly terrified of this woman. Um, and he does it in the end. He does it in the end. He ends up make, getting a leaf and he, he makes a wish. And I can't remember what the wish was for, but it sounds awfully witchy, whatever they were doing, setting intentions Ooh. with the leaf, which I'm, 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 I'm here for that. And, you know, I advocate for the witchy intentions. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that may not happen here. No, no. We, well, not in our little town. No, d- I doubt for it. If that woman has got anything to do with it, I don't think you're going to be having this gnarled up witchy woman setting intentions. <laughs> we, 
I, I suppose we should wrap things up. We should wrap things yeah, up. Yeah, I guess so. It's been two hours. It's been two hours. We've done a good stint. We're like, oh, this will be a short one. We'll stay on topic. Oh, we'll be good. I don't know, to be honest, you know, what was the topic really? It was the year. It, the, it was just, it you know, enough. it was a broad enough witchy year topic. Round off the year. It's been a, it's been a, a good year. But it's it been has. It has. it's it's had its highs and lows, a zenith, mountain, peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to a year of of setting boundaries and going back to our authentic selves and enjoying our our yes. interests and our passions and fostering and growing those and and recognizing ourselves a little bit more that's that's what's in store for 2022 and the ace of cups is, no no Perfect. it wasn't cups what did we have i can't remember pentacles, pentacles. i'm like it wasn't a cup at all <laughs> <laughs> that's yes yes in the air holding our hands up <laughs> offerings of success yes oh that was a nice nice way to wrap this up it was me. it was mm-hmm. well done you thank you <laughs> it's funny because i just as i after i uploaded the the conversation with between Rowan and and me um I re-listened to it and I'm just laughing along for parts of it because it just it is a fun conversation but anyway I just want to say thank you all for listening to episode number 30 thank you for listening to my podcast in general I so appreciate it Uh, everybody has such lovely things to say and just thank you for continuing to come back and listen to me ramble on and talk about all things comfy, cozy, and witchy. And before I go today, um, I do want to say I'm not doing a card pull today just because of time. I mean, this is already going to be an hour and a half, but I did want to do a couple of shout outs for people who left reviews. And I'm up to 250 ratings on Apple Podcasts. So thank you, everybody, so much for the five stars. It's it's just amazing. So Lady um, Jamsley, thank you so much for your kind words. True to her title, Comfy Cozy Witchy. I love that. And a warm invitation to connect to your practice. That's exactly what I hope that many of you can get out of this podcast. So I really appreciate that. Which, Chris, you say best ever. I'm so glad that you like the podcast and that you are enjoying the Instagram and that you've listened, you binge watched or binge listened to the episodes in like a week. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm not getting the content out fast enough <laughs> for you, but hopefully, you know, in this new year, I can I can be able to get it out a little bit faster. Lizard Latte, which is such a fun name. Lizard Latte, thank you for your kind words. You are enjoying this great witchy podcast that you stumbled upon. I'm so glad that I've inspired you to take some more moments to reconnect to your spiritual side. Um, I think that's so important. It's those little things that we can do every day to stay in touch with our our innate powers. Uh, SEP, S-E-P-414, you are a new witch. I'm glad that you're getting so much and this has given you confidence in your new practice. So thank you very much for your kind words. Amy Face writes, Amy Face writes, you love this channel. You find it informative and comfy, cozy, and witchy, just like the title. So thank you for your kind words. I really do appreciate it. Zombie Princess 1998. Again, 
Thank you for leaving a review. That's that's so generous of you. And I'm so glad that you're able to take some of this content and put it into your book of shadows. That's fantastic. And love the season, Mel D. You thanked me for posting on the eve of, of Christmas Eve. I'm so glad. That was a nice little bonus Yule gift for you. Um, and I'm glad that this can provide pockets of joy and coziness, especially during the winter. Um, UKYO, thank you so much for your kind words. Um, at, you asked me to add a list of the artist names. That's a great idea. I will go back and do that. I don't even think about that, about show notes. You know, I just publish them and, and let it go. But that's a really great idea. I need to do that. So thank you and your blessings back to you, even though we're getting closer to in bulk at this time. And May E Mayo 1454. Thank you for your kind words. Um, I'm glad that you like my voice and that you find it soothing and that you're enjoying the podcast and that you're getting a lot out of it. So everyone, thank you again for listening. If you would like to support me, support the podcast, please consider rating, reviewing, leaving a comment, telling your friends about it. You can further support me um, through supporting Fit Witch Challenge, through checking out Cozy Witch Press, my publishing company. Um, and I also do have, I just added in my Instagram, uh, a PayPal me, I guess like a tip jar, if you would like to contribute to the podcast to me. And I also do have my Amazon wish list there of books, materials that I would use for my practice and for research. So that's totally up to you, but anything is appreciated and your kind words especially are really appreciated. So thank you all for tuning in and until next episode, stay comfy, cozy, and witchy.